welcome to the podcast today. It is Monday, October 17th. A guest will be along shortly to join Alex and I here on this Monday. Hello. It's a special day. It's a special day? Yeah. What's, can I have a hint? It's somebody's birthday. Somebody's, it's Sonny's birthday. No, Sonny's birthday is in June. And Pete. It's Thomas's birthday. Nope. It's my mommy's birthday. Oh, that's right. I did know that. It's my mom's birthday, me ma. What did you do for her? Nothing yet. We're taking her out this weekend. I'm going to go spend some time with her tonight um, and like go out and do stuff, but the celebration for her isn't until this weekend. We're gonna... Can you talk about what it'll be? Yeah, I think we're just going to go out. So we're going to go out to dinner somewhere in Michigan, um, somewhere where we can drive to when my brother can come down from Sterling Heights. Okay. Go somewhere in Monroe. Monroe has all these little eateries now that are good. Do they? Yeah. Mm. yeah like you, can go to, you can go to that gas station with the hot chicken. Eureka? Yeah. <laughs> we tried it once. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to get to two things before Matt visits with us. Okay. Um, there was an editorial in The Blade today, and it was the, the Blade editorial staff, not somebody writing in. And they were chastising city council for allowing people, allowing uh, allotting money for people to get their roofs fixed, their roofs, rather than approving um, Michelle Grimm's proposal of the RIP medical debt. Um, and I think that's a fair discussion to have. It didn't take me long to, to pick a side. Um, and there were some good points in there. One being that medical debt, it can, can be literally crippling Crippling. Mm -hmm. for life and medical bills, expensive ones of all kinds are not, should not be foreign to anybody. As long as you've made it to a certain age of life and you're on your own insurance and you see, and you see the audacity of some of these things and, and the charges, the itemization of it. Um, but I wanted to ask you, and I'm just throwing this at you, um, which side would you lean on? So I don't know, because as we're talking about it, I've heard, this isn't the first time I've heard about Michelle Grimm's proposal. I've heard about it before, actually, when I went for the um, adult care home uh, discussion. that It was to be discussed that day. One benefit is specific to homeowners, and it sounds like the other benefit is to community members at large. So, like, is it only homeowners that get their medical debt? Um, ripped away, or could it also be people who live in apartments and I, they I, reside in Lucas County? I think that's why the last I heard of this, um, more they wanted more information, but mm-hmm. there there was enough council pushback on mm-hmm. on Grimm's proposal where it didn't seem like it was going to happen. And I think yeah. some of those questions were left to be answered. This was super easy for me, and I think the city said there are thousands of are we calling it roofs or roofs? Which which you which do you prefer? Roofs. Roofs. There are are thousands of roofs that need fixing, and this will only cover like several hundred. Yeah. For me, this is super easy. You haven't paid your medical bills up to now. You know what need to be paying it anytime soon. If you don't have, if you're, if you don't have a place to live with literally a functional roof over your head, you will be out on the street. You will be somewhere. So give it to the people who need roofs. 
So that's what I was thinking for a couple of reasons. Although I, I do understand that the crippling medical debt could keep people from home ownership in Lucas County, like in our county. You know what I mean? But, like it it could keep people from home ownership. I mean, to be honest, but also by this, by maybe wiping out somebody's medical debt, it could allow them to fix their roof. But then also because we know that there are some things happening nationally, like at the federal level, we don't know what our medical debt is going to look like yeah, in a couple years. So maybe we wait it out. That was one of my things. Like, you know, you haven't paid it in this long. It's right. possible because every like there's there's very few Americans who are like, you know what? I'm totally good with the healthcare system and how how much we pay as opposed to roofs mm-hmm. and, and like the proponents for the at for that. You mentioned maybe someone having their medical debt paid would allow them to get a house. Great. Someone who's in a house right now might be out of a house because their roof is going to collapse. Right. Right. So yeah. I think there's enough there's enough things in place to help the people with medical debt. Again, you haven't paid in this long. Mm-hmm. What's a little bit longer? So mm-hmm. let's get these people their roofs. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, yeah, I, I lean more towards the roofs as well, although I am intrigued by the medical debt proposal, I want to see more conversation on that. Like, I'd like to see that hashed out a little bit more and see where that could go. Maybe that's, maybe it's specific to certain populations. Maybe it's, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I want to see that a little bit more. I want to see it worked through a little bit or at least heard because the last I checked, she didn't even really get an opportunity to propose it. I, I was at the city council meeting where it was supposed to be brought forward and it was not. Um, and it kept getting, I think it got pushed back twice. I asked Jacob on Friday night about like where his flag stands. Mm. It's just on the table, just sitting somewhere. So I bet they've pulled it and they're going to allow community feedback and maybe additional community proposals and then bring it back. And, and that's not Jacob's fault. Like, I think that's fair. It's not Jacob's fault. Um, it's unfortunate for Jacob, but at the same time, like, is it reasonable? Probably. Should have been done the first time. Just the fact that it's just like floating out there in the ether, though. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's not imperative. Like, it, it's not life or death. It's not roof roof or medical bill. But I want to see a Toledo TED Talk on that next time. The how flag? Make, yeah, how to bring your own chair to the table or something. Jacob needs to do the TED Talk on how a flag took down a whole city. <laughs> the, the- <laughs> I need to see that. We And I asked him, because one, because I saw him online. Two, this was like the seventh thing, and it was going to happen, that I was concerned that was going to arise. All this consternation for the, for it to just sit there. Yeah. Hold on one second. Matt's here. Um, all right. He uh, should be in. Mm-hmm. Um, to go back to Friday, uh, they did an about face. I don't know why. Just leave it like that. I'm glad they did. But holy Toledo done fucked up. <laughs> what were they thinking? They weren't thinking. And I get it. You you get yeah. caught up in the hysteria of yeah. something that is quite popular. Yes. Um, holy Toledo did a Dahmer donut and it looked like it was all red and it looked like brains. And I think they changed the name to man meat. I, I saw it and glanced past it and I was like, well, that's ridiculous. But then the next day I saw someone complaining that there were complaints about this. And it was very narrow-minded considering there had already been plenty of discussion out there um about family members of the victim right feeling some uh re-traumatization right and i i think this is pretty 
no pun intended, clean cut. Um, Did this make national news? No, no, Ooh, no, no. Lucky no. for them. No, they're they're very lucky. <laughs> They're very it, lucky. It easily could have. And they did catch that serial killer, by the way, in California. I saw that. So uh, you want to do a donut and a documentary on that I guy? Mean, maybe a Jason donut or something. Like something right. something that isn't an actual true story, that isn't in the headlines, that is. And maybe, you know what? Sometimes, like, you think about your news feed. Like, you really, like, you kind of have a pulse on what things are being talked about. But if you don't have like two different voices in your newsfeed. I saw just as many people like refusing to watch the Dahmer series as I saw people talking about it because it was so interesting. So I knew right away, like this is not something that this is like serious. And there are plenty of people fast forwarded through a lot of the parts I did. I fast forwarded through some of the episodes just cause I just couldn't watch it. I, so I, I could also see this coming once we had um, the Ted Bundy Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird our fascination with this stuff yeah and and it's weird i knew we were going to hit this inflection point where enough people who were in the streaming shows and ted bundy was zach efron right yes what network was that on do you remember netflix okay so i knew we were going to hit the point where enough people who streamed would be young enough to remember these news stories and we hit that with with dahmer Uh because again you got a lot of people my age, yeah. um, in their 40s, who vividly remember this story and how awful it was. And then I remember, again, like I had mentioned to you, um, the awful way his life ended. And it, it's just, it's it's sad in a lot of ways. What? I, I just, I mean, the more that I think about it and I, like it just, it was a mistake. Hopefully, I mean, I haven't seen any public statements they made if they made any other than just like, hey, my bad, that this wasn't cool. Because if you think about it, like, I mean, serial killers, yes, but like some of the school shooters are killing so many people that their victims are like, I'm thinking about the Dylan roof and I'm thinking about, you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Make a roof shingle sale like with hashtag Dylan? uh, I don't get it. The, the, you could come up with all kinds of, of names and and it it was really short sighted. Like this doesn't connect to like Hitler or anything like that. Um, (laughs) You got to no. be like super delicate, and in some ways, was it too soon? Yeah, if they had done a Dahmer donut mm-hmm. without the Netflix special, first of all, they wouldn't have done it. But yeah. had they done it, it would have been fine. But because people who didn't know about Jeffrey Dahmer had their eyes open to it because it was just a regular documentary to them, um, I understand why. Why people rightfully got upset yeah. and disgusted for a lot of different reasons. It it is really very little difference from making a Parkland shooter donut with sprinkles, or in the near immediacy. Um, thankfully, nothing as horrific. But how about a uh, a, a Whitmer donut? It I just, ugh, I love Holy Toledo, so I hope that this is just a learning experience for them. Yeah, it just, I don't, it just, immediately when I saw that, I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? My first thought. And I mean, Wednesday, Ad- there's a new Wednesday series coming out on Netflix that I have a feeling is going to be popular. Do a do a Adam's Family Donut. Do a Pennywise Donut. Something fictional. Something fictional. The Dahmer Donut was just a step too far. Dahmer costumes, I'm, I don't even think, are going to be yeah. acceptable. <clears throat> like, seeing Dahmer costumes, which we know we're going to see. Don't love it. I don't. I like. I don't love it, and I know we're gonna see it, and I'm gonna have to look the other way on it because I don't love it. The first it's thing weird. I thought when I was reading the comments about 
uh, people being disgusted uh, that other people were disgusted. I tried to go through the timeline in my head of like, when isn't it too soon? And how can you tactfully do this? Like one that jumped to mind was um, Bonnie and Clyde. Like you could probably safely be Bonnie and Clyde because mm-hmm. it was seventy or eighty years ago or whatever it was. What's the British one? The he's Jack the Ripper. You could be Jack the Ripper. Yeah, because we don't even know who that was. Yeah, so I, like I, I don't see how people could be disgusted that people are disgusted. Like this, it it is so. I don't understand our fascination with this stuff. Like it, we really are, and it. This is a bigger story than Holy Toledo, and that there was a there was a Ted Bundy series, but there was a Ted Bundy movie. The guy that plays the Riddler played. Didn't he play one of the characters? Paul. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Didn't he play like a Ted Bundy or something like that? Like, why are we obsessed with these stories? Like, enough. I find it strange that we continue to make stories about this stuff. Yeah, I, I could use like. 10,000 words on, on why we are fascinated by this. But maybe be, because we like to think we're all good, decent human beings who will do little gestures for mm-hmm. others. We're not perfect, but I mm-hmm. think we like to view ourselves as good people. But the reality is um, you can only run so far from your DNA. And So make a fictional story, well, like inspired by Ted Bundy or, or Dahmer, but... You know what I, I mean? Well, to answer, to finish that and thought, I'm sure they I, have. Yeah. I, I think people like them because deep down inside, at the core of human beings, we're bad. We're selfish. <laughs> we're protective. Because think about it. Like you watched The Walking Dead, right? I did. The Walking Dead was until was, a certain season. Until it got really lousy. Yeah. The Walking Dead was no different from what happened when man first stood up and. Tribe A met Tribe B. You wanted to kill Tribe B because you weren't gonna you weren't gonna make friendships. We're like, bringing it back to Neanderthal. Y- yes, <laughs> like they had resources and you needed them. That's yeah. why I think people are fascinated by it. But I'd I'd like another psychoanalyst read on it. And the one some of the comments in this one thread was how come Netflix can make money off of this but the donut place can't? Well, that's a fair point. However. What they're doing is making infotainment. Mm-hmm. There are people who are being educated and rightly, I was. And rightly I disgusted was. by these I people. Was. Whereas this is just an empty calorie, delicious tasting donut. Well, but Netflix is also on such a large platform that you probably have no idea if they have lawsuits pending. You have no idea. I mean, they did get a fair amount of criticism. I saw a lot of people, you know, black people, we tend to be a little more superstitious and like believing in religion and literally there were there were facebook messages that were being shared by thousands upon thousands of people saying don't watch the Dahmer series this is demonic and evil it will open you up to x y and z so they still were receiving bad criticism and bad feedback obviously because that's how we knew how polarizing it was because it really did get a fair amount of negative feedback as it did I won't even say positive, but just, you know, it was informative. I had, there was a lot of stuff I had no idea. And right, I fast forwarded through the stuff that I really felt like I just couldn't watch. So I knew my limits. And I don't normally do that. Like, I love a good series. We talk about this all the time. I mean, I I saw Midnight Club. Like, I love a good series. But there's something about this one being a true story, the victims being who they were, how awful and evil he was and sick also and and, what, and, and and really sick and what made him that yeah yeah so there was i mean <clears throat> it, it was interesting to watch i would watch a documentary on it 
Um, but I just, I, it's enough. Like, I feel like we are oversaturated with this stuff. Like, we're oversaturated with these U.S.-born serial killers in a way that's just like, enough is enough already. Oh, but I, I'm... I'm okay with serial killers. They do far less damage than than what than than terrorists than the plague we're in now. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like I, I think you've heard me say repeatedly now. Like I would, I would literally kill to go back to the serial killer era mm-hmm. because you're talking like a couple of maybe a dozen people. There was a Netflix movie uh, that starred Mila Kunis that came out a couple weeks ago. That was very interesting. It had a it had like aspects of Me Too. And school shooter and all sorts of stuff. Did you finish Midnight Club? I did. It was boring. That's what I thought. Because I, I, I got to like two and three quarters and it wasn't coming together quickly enough. And I didn't want, I didn't need to go through how many other more episodes mm-hmm. of the individual character stories. It wasn't your, it wasn't our normal Flanagan like work in my opinion. It was a lot more emotional a lot like I, I was sick and tired like I was sick of Anya and then I was sick of Alanka and I'm just like I'm sick of these bitches <laughs> sorry this is the cable part and I was like I'm tired of them and then Thomas and I finished it last night and then I started talking about it and he was like okay play the next episode and I said the fact that you didn't even know that that was the season finale hmm. that, that was the finale is it's boring like this is he was like that was it yes that was it I do appreciate that they repeatedly use the same sets did you notice that? Yes. It's the same house. Yes. Um, and I think I was looking for ghosts from previous seasons. So it didn't have any of that. Uh, like, it still didn't. And there were some things that it didn't tie up some loose ends. So I'm convinced, and Thomas thinks that it wasn't, but there was a scene where they were they cut to the table, and there were, like, a bunch of Grim Reapers around the table, and there was one. They showed the Grim Reaper from, like, the back of the head down, and he had one hand up and one hand like this. And I'm like, isn't that the Grim Reaper or the Angel of Death or something? And I couldn't find it. But I, 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 didn't, I didn't really understand where they played a part. I didn't understand the old people that were haunting them, where they played a part. Like, I understood... The sinister vibe of the cult that made complete sense. I knew right away what was happening there, but there was just some stuff where I'm like, "There's loose ends here. This isn't his best. This isn't his best work." Midnight Mass was incredible. Midnight Mass was incredible. Love the repeat character too. The gentleman from Midnight Mass that was the orderly or the nurse in Midnight Club. It was the main character in Midnight Mass, then played the nurse, the male nurse, the young white guy. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I do too. But I didn't. In in the first three shows, uh, Hill House, Bly Manor, and then Midnight Mass, there's always one deeply magnetic, unsettling character. Um, like in, Midna- in, my, in Midnight Mass, it was the it was the pastor. Yes. Um, yes. A- Anya didn't do it for me. Anya just had a fucking attitude. I was annoyed by her, and I literally Thomas and I are looking at each other and like, in what world would someone talk to anybody that way and not get smacked, like, or not? You know, I can't. <laughs> and those are the healthiest looking dying kids I've ever seen. I thought they. I thought this was so dramatic. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the acting. Like a lot of them are new actors, and so there was a lot of like whispering content, and they were like really. I don't know. I, I can't talk anymore because I w- I will probably say something awful, and I don't want to say anything awful. Did uh did the, the did the Indian fellow get in the show? I don't think so. Raul, somebody. He did not. Love him. He, he's he's in some other shows though. Probably he's because great. he's in some other stuff. Um, 
the one girl that looks like my friend, the dark-haired girl, white girl, like the jet black hair, kind of looks like Angelina Jolie. No, she was not in it. She was not. No, there was only a couple of repeats. Yeah. Um, and the dad from Hill House uh, was in it. Who is the dad? The dad from Hill House, not Bly Manor, although I do believe he was in Bly Manor. He was the father of all of the oh, siblings. I can't, I remember, it was, it was a famous name. actor, right? Yep, yep, you'd know him if you um, saw him. No, Henry Thomas. Do you know who he is? Yes. The kid from E.T. Yes. And you didn't know this, but if you were my age, you would have recognized... I didn't recognize her because I was looking for her when I saw her in the cast. Heather Langenkamp? She was the nurse of the facility. The, 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 The leader, the older woman. Of the home? She ran the classes, yeah. Oh, she was the doctor? Sure, doctor. Oh, like the doctor? Okay, yeah. Uh, she was no idea who that the was. key person that Freddy, Kru- Freddy uh, Krueger tormented in I the Nightmare on Elm Street watch. movies. I didn't watch yeah. that stuff. She was like a big deal in the 80s. Nice. All right, let me go get Matt. Okay. You want me to sing to them while we're... If you want. <laughs> La-di-da-da-da-da-da. Going to get Matt to talk to Matt about the Metro Parks. Hi, Matt. Thank you for adjusting. Yes, I didn't know that there was a celebrity. Oh, who, Eric? Yep. <laughs> Good, how are you? I like your jacket. Thank you. Tis the season. Oh my God. It's it really nice. Yeah. Until Thursday. You should or get so. one of those, Eric. This is his. I took it right out of his car. <laughs> Do you remember your Bane jacket? Was that last year? Do you still have it? No, that thing went back so fast. Oh my God. Like it? It's so dramatic. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, I sang a Try that bit. microphone. Can you hear me? What? That's weird. It might. Uh... Now try it. You don't need headphones. No. Perfect. No headphones needed. Is that yeah. microphone good or are you too close to Alex? I am. Can never be too close to Alex. <laughs> Do you, I'm good. Why don't you give Matt a give, give Matt a, a big thank you, like feed, uh, oh Yelp review God. in person? Yeah, was, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You look fabulous. Thank yeah. you. So it was. I I was so to give you an idea of how obsessed I was with this location. Yeah. I was looking at another one. Do you remember? And Eric said, "What about the new location downtown for the Metro Parks? It wasn't even done yet. This yeah. had to have been like April." And at that point I was calling Jamie. Yeah. And like trying to figure out how I could do it and Jamie says, "You can't do it until you're one year out." And I'm like, "Oh my god." So I yeah. was so anxious. Sure. Aww. I was pretty laid back the majority of this entire back. process. Microphone. Sorry. Stay close to it. The majority yes, of sir. this entire process except for that because I yeah. wanted it so bad. And I think that my actual wedding day proved why because Aww. every single one of our guests and I we had guests from Scotland to yeah. California, Atlanta, Florida, New York, mm-hmm. every single one of them raved that location. You they know, just thought it was the best thing. And I that was all I ever wanted was for, for our people to see how much we love Toledo yeah, and sure. the way that we love Toledo. So we take people down there weekly, right? Mm-hmm. And the best one of the best parts is the view of the downtown, mm-hmm. right? Which, of course, we... At the sunset time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. How many weddings have you had there? I, I don't know. We've had <laughs> uh, the only number I'm sure of is we've had six thousand kids through programs in three years, and two of those are COVID years. So that's wow. almost all of them in the last since they lifted in last you year. You guys so. need to hire like a Metro Parks endorsed wedding coordinator for that location alone. Yeah, like just or give Jamie extra money. That's give kind her of our a raise. challenge, right? Is because we we uh, we're changing a bit yeah. and. 
uh, we were offering people things and we become popular. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. And then before oh, it was kind of a, a passive place to engage in. So. Not anymore. As That's you right. should. I would have, t- if you all offered like wedding coordinator services for an additional grand, I would have took it. Oh, in a heartbeat. I'd, yeah, absolutely. In Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes it. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's talk. Uh, Winter weather, Metro Park's fun? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Absolutely. Yeah, just anything getting outside. I think today is a perfect day to talk about it. (laughs) I mean, good Lord. Uh, we're going to have a dicey week because it'll be warm this weekend. And this this chill hit pretty hard pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It snowed when I was coming in this morning, some flurries. Oh, for sure. Just a couple. Uh, Will, Will any of the activities change or get busier this time of year? Um, We'll see people hoofing it. Um, for sure. So the, the part, the trails will pick up, um, some of it sort of migrates, right? So Secor right now is beautiful. It's the best place mm-hmm. to look at leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to get out of your car even if you drive through, it's, it's pretty fabulous. But, uh, just like you said, in typical Northwest Ohio weather, right? It'll be 30, 30, 30, 70. And mm-hmm. then everybody be out and it'll be 30, 30, 30, 30, 88, the next day will be eight degrees. Oh uh, so eight degrees. No, I mean, no. that's just how it works, right? Oh. It's a fluctuation. Oh, be. it could be. Yeah, w- wildly. So <laughs> listen to me. I'm so gullible. We jam as much stuff in uh, as we can. Our has has the archery picked up? I know you're always pushing pushing that. Uh, it has. It's picked up uh, since the drop off after Katniss became uh, mm. you know, way of the past, right? So it was uh, it was super popular uh, and all across the country, not just here. And we still have uh, one of the state's only uh, courses like that. So it's a unique location. And our programs are full, uh, but the daily use we saw drop off to some degree. Where's the one program at? Side cut? Uh, the program, uh, we ha- well, we have a traveling program set that Got goes it. from school to school to school or wherever you want it to be. Um, we have expos as many places as, uh, as we can, uh, but it's always out at West Winds out mm. there. So. so so will there be new programming or programming brought back now that we're moving into the colder months? Yeah, so we've got uh, all kinds of both indoor and outdoor activities. So you can, our, our trails are maintained year round. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to just be into cross country skiing, which is not for uh, the faint of hearts. Uh, we have snowshoeing, uh, but we've got tr- hiking, uh, uh, nature walks, things like that, things to talk about. We've got stuff indoors for kids. So uh, we just really encourage people to set an hour or so every couple of days to get outside, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is a rough part of the year mm-hmm. uh, by and large, and you can get locked in and it's dark all at, the time. As I responded to Matt's text today, um, I, I thought the fall colors were so beautiful, even though we're all seasonally depressed now, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> they are really that, nice. That's right. You, but Secor Park does have really good. Like, yeah, Secor oh, this time beautiful. of year is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a it's a it's a beautiful park year round, but in the fall they're all pretty. But that one is a real stunner. What's mm-hmm. what's the shift? Because I don't think I've, I, I've ever seen anything about this before. What is the shift? for people going to different parks, different times of the year? Like where will people be coming from now and then going to? Yeah, so some of the uh, the, the parks on our extremities uh, drop off a bit in terms of usage, certainly. Uh, the canal boat, it stops seasonally, mm-hmm. as you would guess. Uh, so province slows down, although it's beautiful out there. Uh, and then uh, the parks get hit pretty hard, you know, wildwood, oak openings that have trail systems that people find approachable uh, or are looking at to get out for like an hour or mm-hmm. for a mile or something like that, that, that that they know, you know, back of their hand. There's less exploration this time of year because you – you know, you want to be able to get in and out. Right. Uh, and I have grew up in Wildwood, and I will tell you that 
uh, I've gone back there with headphones on and not been paying attention and then looked around like, where the hell am I out here? Uh, <laughs> so, which can be a positive, right? There's certainly very little places that you can get away from everything. Yeah. Uh, so that's certainly, that, that's an upside for some. But we, we see people kind of fold back into the, our core parks. And by core, I mean they're around where the, where most people live. So mm-hmm. we've got a park within five miles of every Lucas County resident, but uh, we get almost 2 million visits at Wildwood. Oak Openings is jam-packed. Oh, Pearson so is jam-packed, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got kids throwing snowballs and uh, making use of the playground you know, year-round. Is Everything's now completed at Oak Openings, from the treehouses to the places to eat and drink now, right? That's right. Yeah, so the treehouses are complete. They've been uh, up and running for two years. Uh, we've got uh, Heavy Brewery and Black Kite Coffee. Uh, so they've been open now. Boy, is that a year? It could be year. close, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is all up and running. This will be our first real winter, non-COVID, of course, operating out there. So we've got a lot of stuff for kids and families out there from uh, indoor-outdoor movies to uh, s'mores, uh, things like that, mm-hmm. to get people out during the day. And mountain biking, uh, this wasn't intuitive to me, but mountain biking is a year-round activity now uh, with fat bikes. Uh, so the people are out there grinding Good all for the them. time. Yeah, absolutely. I see them from my car. Uh, it, where my warm car is. Right. Uh, so I'll get out to get some s'mores and right back into the car again. <laughs> you get out that hill, Al. You keep riding That's that exactly good, right. Good for yeah, you. Yeah. I've got horsepower here. You yeah. get Al power. I'll get inside and explore uh, You know my heating uh, um, system. Since uh, Oak Openings now, with all that stuff, is is not traditional. It is a modern convention. Are there any other additions that you guys are looking to make to any of the other parks similar to that that go beyond trees and nature? Or is all the focus for the, I guess, carnival-type atmosphere focused on Glass City? Sure. Um, well, I will be crucified by all of my coworkers <laughs> okay. by carnival activity. Um, there, As you mentioned, Eric, there's the, the downtown park has right. ice skating, uh, which converts into water play. Uh, and we'll have that open uh, we'll have people skating this winter. Nice. Uh, we're on target for that. What would the hours be like for that? That's a great question. Uh, we'll release that as quickly as we can. You know, we're knocking on wood because things are uh, are on pace to be as we had planned. Uh, but as people are struggling in their own houses to get light bulbs and things of that variety, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah. uh, from the supply chain. Uh, but I'll tell you, in terms of bringing people to the outdoors, our programming team, uh, as well as our operations group, are phenomenal. So we have uh, winter tree climbing. So we'll hang uh, Christmas lights all the way up, or holiday lights all the way up a tree, oh, and get nice. kids yeah. and families up in it. Uh, we've got uh, really, if you, you name it, we'll be willing to try it. Uh, we, we don't claim to be the, the content experts. Uh, of uh, the BL Indoll, our e- egos are in a good place. So if people are clamoring to do something, our people will be out. We've got sledding hills all over the place too. Yeah. So yeah, one nice thing about sledding <clears throat> Some is, good ones too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sledding is pretty approachable from a socioeconomic standpoint, right? You can steal a cafeteria tray. You can. Uh, yeah. I've been told, right? In all ages, we'll that's go down. A, yeah, a sledding. Right. Yeah. yeah, I will go down a sledding. Hill. So yeah. when there's a snow day at wait, they can so who's ever over that can just grab all the trays, leave them at Class City <laughs> Metro Park, and just like make sure you bring them back. Right? That's exactly right. Right. We, I, I'm here to say, tell you kids, steal your cafeteria trays. Uh, that's my public service announcement. Uh, we had our first sledding event at Glass City, I guess it would be last year. I remember and that. It One was, of our snow days. Yeah, it was yeah. freezing, and we didn't know how many kids would show up, so we bought like 20 sleds. I'm like, oh, we'll just 
we'll, we'll give them away, right? Maybe 10 kids will show up. Uh, we had like 500 kids show up <laughs> and like 1,400 people. Yeah. Uh, kids are uh, like savages. Yeah. Uh, they are not uh, pro sharing. No. Yeah. No. Sledding hills are pretty like, I, I, rem- I mean, but I remember when I was a kid and I would go down the sledding yeah. hill and it was like making sure you were on the good side, the fast side, the side that has a little ice and you know, move all the other kids, and do you then have try to sisters? knock. I did, okay. and then try to knock the ones out that we're yeah. trying to walk back up. Absolutely, the hill. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. The, oh yeah. The, the, usually, the good thing though is, and I'm not a parent, so I can't speak to this. You might be better off, um, and seeing what what the kids do. It's snow for the most part. There's yeah. never any broken bones because you've got a pretty soft landing, even if somebody did get elbowed down the fast lane. I'm a real bad parent. So I don't know. I mean, like, okay. real bad. So I don't know if my opinion matters. Here, okay. But I also feel like it seems safe. I don't ever remember any yeah. sn- I mean, you really are injuries. so padded. Right. Yeah. You're, you're right, like right, a right. Michelin man out yeah, there. Yeah. And in terms Ideally. of swelling, there's so much ice there already. Right. You can just put the kid's your elbow head in yeah. the ground. Just put your head <laughs> in the fine. snow. Yeah. What's, what's the next thing to come to be unveiled for Glass City Metro Park? It will be ice skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we uh, borrowed that idea. Is that what you're supposed to say when you steal it? Uh, say, you're stealing from me, you're stealing twice. That's you, right. Why don't you get Mayor Wade out there and see if we can have a repeat of the... Uh, yeah. When the, I don't know what you're talking about. Hockey. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Th- that's right. Uh, I, I can't ice skate either, so I, uh, my hypocrisy has some bound. Uh, when we went, we got the idea from Chicago, and so they mm. have an identical... Uh, ice skating ribbon and our theory is well why why not toledo right so mm-hmm. uh i went out ice skating on that ribbon it takes an average i'd say 10 year old about five minutes to get around the ribbon i was out there for 40 minutes just holding the rail uh so i get it uh but that's the next thing man so we're, we're really excited about it and- i think it will do well because i know a lot of people were disappointed it was probably the first winter of covid when we lost the ice rink in between was it the seagate building and the hotel that's right, right. And, you know, Ottawa Park has uh, has had some uh, uh, skating for an eternity as well, but mm-hmm. people are looking for the, uh, the next thing too. Yeah. Plus, if you live downtown, right, mm-hmm. if you're in Birmingham, Garfield, mm-hmm. neighborhoods like that, um, where you want a destination, God forbid, sure. that you're not locked in your house all year, are, you can head down there. Are there any niche additions coming to any of the other parks, or is everything just focused at Class City? Yeah, no, great question. So, you know, when we uh, brought... I uh, asked the community for new money. We promised that uh, about $112 million of it went downtown and the rest of it went throughout the rest of the park district. So not only will you see things that are exciting, uh, there are really cool updates uh, and some things that are not as exciting, right? So we just replaced a bridge at uh, Wildwood, for instance. It's been there since the Stranahans were there. So some of it is just keeping up with keeping it up, mm-hmm. um, which people don't get thrilled about but are notice when it's falling in disrepair, right? right? Sure. But no, every park sees improvements. So you'll see playgrounds uh, added. Uh, pickleball is coming to Pearson. Uh, so we've got a lot of really exciting stuff coming down the pike, and that's at every park. Nice. Pickleball is hot. Were you? Was it requested, or is it something you just saw happening everywhere else? Both things are true. I wish I could tell you that I was in, out in front of this because uh, people kept mentioning it. And I, was like, Come on, <laughs> I don't pickle- even know pickleball. I, I didn't either. So yeah, don't now, kickball. I could do now that. I'm down for some kickball. <laughs> Uh, pickleball, is, everyone is playing pickleball all over the place. It is actually fun. Uh, I, I was, uh, I don't know if surprise is the right word to say, but it, it's just like ping pong. Uh, it's the right amount of movement, in my opinion, but it's super fun. So we've got a, par- a partnership with Mercy Health that helped us open up our um, 
a couple other things, and we have a climbing wall, but that's pickleball is coming uh, out to Pearson, which is our third busiest park. It gets uh, about 600 to 700,000 visits annually. So, yeah, everybody gets something. We if, should do a poll. What do you think to the community? What do you think pickleball is? Yeah. We'll see who wins. Absolutely. See if um, if, we have to keep it clean. If the parks, <laughs> if the parks could talk, which one would feel the most left out and be the and be the saddest? Oh, uh, boy, that is a tearful question on this dreary oh, Monday. Eric. Uh, somebody's got to come and somebody's yeah. got to come in last. Who would be the saddest park? I guess, um, boy, Howard Marsh. No way. No, That's a center for birding. Yeah, and we just opened up. The, we're opening up the second. But if, if you're not like a, a water I'd say person, Benview. I'd say Benview is the saddest part. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, well, thanks for your support, Eric. <laughs> Where is it so uh, that people know? So Benview is in between Farnsworth and, and Providence. It, it does have in it, if you will, one of the most beautiful locations in the whole park system. So you go down a hill there and you make a left. It's about a, a 1.2 miles to your left, and there's a beautiful... Uh, I'll cut in a shelter there, a WPA shelter that's striking. But other than that, Benview is essentially a parking lot, uh, so, but it has a porta potty, you know, so this it isn't is without good. the amenities, right? right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'd say Benview is sort of the uh, this uh, the saddest, I guess, if I had to. Uh-huh. Had to say something. Somebody's got to come in last, right? Even even in the best division, somebody can finish with a good record, but you're in last. Yeah, at, which should this is the theme of the show? Uh, what a feel good. What last but, place? But, but the <laughs> la- but like our version of last is the rest of the country's version of probably like their like top three or top five. Yeah. So like be real, the Metro Parks is so good. Our Toledo Metro Parks is so good that our version of last is everybody else's right. version of like average. We call <laughs> uh, and make prank phone calls to other park systems every day, really, to talk about the, just that fact that uh, we're, <laughs> we're the best park district in the country. We got that award uh, two years ago, which is like our Heisman Trophy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we'd like to rub it in. I bet. What's uh, if people haven't been out there or, or maybe they. Traversed past uh, down burn once or twice over the summertime in the spring. Mm. What the heck did you build? Uh, a bridge. Uh, so uh, not necessarily we over. love bridges. Yes. So connectivity is one of our pillars, mm-hmm. right? And I have to admit, embarrassingly, uh, a kid from an automotive town, I'm from here, that that wasn't intuitive to me that people would want to con- all the parks to be connected so you could spend an entire day riding from park to park essentially on a safe navigable route. So uh, that that construction uh, connected and will continue to connect uh, that entire corridor from and make Swan Creek accessible uh, from Burn, which is a real challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's a beautiful bridge and uh, people are already using it. We've had a, f- uh, a couple of 5Ks there already, if you can believe it. So yeah, it was uh, one of uh, three bridges, right? We had the bridge over Main Street downtown as well, the one at Wildwood, and then that one. So it's sort of a, a season of bridges, and all of them go into the connectivity uh, framing, right? We, we want to get people to parks safely, indiscriminate of what might be mobility concerns mm-hmm. or issues. Um, with mobility and whatnot, and accessibility as well, moving forward, um, will the play... Play, will the playgrounds be accessible, inclusive in those ways? Absolutely. Uh, and far before my time, uh, the Metro Parks was ahead of the, the fold here. So the Ability Center and other partners mm-hmm. uh, not only have guided us but held us accountable. Uh, and we, and I, I tell the story with some regularity. We made some mistakes even in the last two years uh, in terms of design. Uh, so there's a kayak cove uh, that this – lift that we thought would allow uh, individuals with spinal cord injuries to get into a kayak and uh, and we yeah. blew it uh, we, yeah. we and we were, we were with people all uh, kinds of people throughout the community all the time and they said like this we can't 
get in here. So we have to go back to the proverbial drawing board, right? Uh, so you know about the one that's at Glass City. Yes. Yep. Wow. So everything uh, that we build uh, now, uh, no matter how uh, wild or elaborate it looks, is built with the idea that people need to be able to access it. So uh, and a lot smarter people than I. So the the mini mommy is the water feature that people were, uh, that we're building down there to teach people about the water table and also have fun. Uh, so there was real conversation about how how do we build this so you can get down to the water yeah. um, if you were in a wheelchair or had some oh, yeah. real constraints. Uh, same thing. We have a, a giant uh, bird. Uh, play structure there it's accessible there's a ramp to it and mm. uh, you can play in the multiple tiers of it uh, sort of indiscriminate of what, what challenges you might have and we got that idea from a park system in denver frankly mm. um, again we you know we don't have a big ego we, this is a humble town and we just want to make sure our people get to do what everyone else gets to do so that's that's the thinking so i'm, I'm really proud of that but again i can take no credit for that metro parks is 90 years old and they've been a leader in that space for 20 and we've got great partners that not only guide us but also hold us accountable those things so uh so we'll vote for issue seven right yeah, I easy mean, peasy. Check that box. That's right. Well, knock on wood, right? So yeah, it's just it's a renewal. Uh, we we are just kind of keep on keeping on. Let's say it. Mm. say the phrase. Say the phrase. I can't know what you say. Not a new tax. Not a new tax. That's right. Oh, I think I thought it was gonna be something sad again. Oh, no, no, not yeah. a new. Something <laughs> <laughs> sad. Not a new tax. Yeah, welcome to Sad Monday. At uh, no, yeah, it's not a new tax. Um, we just we are the best park district in the country, thanks to Lucas County. Oh yeah. Their support, and we oh, just yeah. want to keep on keeping on, as they say. All right. Awesome. That that uh, that fills my community feature. So we can talk about anything else now. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, my dad's never been proud of me. So <laughs> how long we got? How long is the show? <laughs> I'd like to leave at five thirty. Yeah, so let's do it. I can hour, fill up an yeah. hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. How many days a week are you at SIP? Um, I am there almost every morning, so nice. five or six at least. Uh, I I had uh, two little girls, um, and I'd gotten up gotten the custom of getting up very early with them yeah. uh but i didn't want to rush into the office and i'm hyperactive and and the and my work is kind of manic based on the, the nature of it which mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. um so it was really helpful for me to get that hour or so there half hour there to kind of organize my day uh before it hit the proverbial fan do you do you tip on the ipad i do <laughs> Did I tell you the story when Harris was in town? So one of my best girlfriends came for the wedding from Scotland, and they don't tip there because all of their staff are paired fair wages. Sure. And so they went to Black Kite. Sure. And did not tip. Okay. And texted me and was like, are they going to spit in my coffee? <laughs> Maybe. And you said, yeah. No. Yeah, right? No. But it's an interesting it's an interesting concept. I've always wanted to know this question. When you get takeout, do you tip? I do. You do, yeah. I t- but what I, do you I, tip I was in that a, industry though, difference. so I tipped twenty percent because. So of, you still tip twenty percent. Yeah. So even if you were to go somewhere and they nobody waited on you, yes. there was no drinks. Yep. You just kind of. Well, two things. I want to be honest here. Some of it is based on my limited math skills. Okay. Uh, so uh, I want to. I want to own that. I do that. Uh, and also it, a guilt. I just want, and I have this overwhelming urge to be liked. So. I mean, I'll I'll buy some friends. I'll tip like two bucks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like because, but if if I'm sitting down, I'll tip you twenty five percent. I'll tip you what you're worth. You know what's scary though is sometimes but no when, no less than twenty. Because you go places and you'll uh, I don't like do a lot of things, so I'm frequently like, should I be tipping this person to do this thing, right? Or you go to another town and someone grabs your bag, and like no one has any cash. I'm like you know. should I have to prepare for this? What do I shoot? So I know we're getting in the tipping conversation. I don't think we talked about this on the pod. After I got married, yeah. I did not know it was an expectation to tip my vendors. See what I mean? 
Had no idea. Yeah. So I sent them all a really nice email, gave them really great feedback, asked for their addresses, and said I was sending them a thank you gift. Yeah. Because I felt so horrible that like I'm like I'm paying you two thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, and now I have to tip every single one of your employees that are there too, when they're in the bill. Like you're the 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 services and the staff that are conducting the services are I'm already being charged for you. But apparently you also tip people. No idea. Do people tip uh, newspapers? Paper people, they are used there newspaper to, people. I, I, I was even a better person. I got tipped. I yeah, got tipped. Sure. I was a yeah. newspaper person. I got tipped. What do you give? I wouldn't even know what to. But uh, but they don't go around on on their bicycles with baskets anymore, like right. yeah. bags, like, like in the good old days. Yeah. That's the oldest thing that can be said here today. Before school, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Give me an example to one of the vendors that you should have tipped. One time, he got paid enough. But uh, uh, you also <clears throat> tip. This and is a I, DJ? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't like and that. And I did not know. And, I didn't know And that. then the caterers. But the catering bill, I'm already charged per employee that's there in the bill. See, I would have never guessed the DJ in a million years. The DJ? You send a tip to the DJ and the transportation company? What? So How about the bartenders? The bartenders? They were probably getting tipped anyway. I, the yeah. bartenders Bullshit. too. So yeah. my our bartender on the Rocks Bartending Services, Tim, was fantastic. I can never rave about him enough. So what he did was he didn't at so my final bill, he invoiced me after the fact because we weren't sure if I was going to need two bartenders or one. Yeah. It was going to be based on how many people showed sure, up. Sure, sure. And so he invoiced me after. So I was able to pay him seven days later and include his tip. But okay. you also tip. Like traditionally, you tip every single one of your Man, bars. nuts. Yeah. Well, tell me. That's what, like an extra what is your, thousand bucks. You are not the iPad tipper? What's the... I I will tip local places, but not chains, because I think chains should be able to pay their people better. Okay. We're talking like SIP. I'll throw you some money because yeah. SIP is never going to be like a massive conglomerate. Sure. So I'll throw you whatever. Yeah. But I mean, there there is like a social threat in a way when they spin that thing around to you. Sure. And the, and the percentages pop up. Yeah, absolutely. And there's all kinds of judgment, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm a coward. so And I they can, they can <laughs> yeah. see the, that window there at SIP. Like, it's all windows. So they can see if you pull up oh, in I, a really nice car and yeah. you do 10%. Mm, sure. Yep. Absolutely. You will have coffee spitting next time. Sometimes, though, I don't even care about doing the math. So who did I tip the other day? Like, I think I was paying for, oh, it was at a bar. I was paying $20 worth on the bill, and I tipped them 8 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes I just, or like $9, sure. which was almost 50%. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't feel like doing the math. I never tip the, like, accurate 20%. So if they say 20% tip is $12, $12.34, I pay them 13 yeah, yeah. Like, because I just can't be bothered to do that. I also then... think sometimes if I go into a place thinking I'm going to pay something, uh, oh. and if it's like drastically into that, I'm like, oh, I should try to make up the difference here. Uh, um, before you came in, uh, we were talking. Everything about... Everything was better. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but but since we've 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 tangented here, um, we were talking about the Holy Toledo donut that that got renamed. Thankfully, did you see this? No, I did not. Oh, I want to stick around for this conversation, and then I have to go. All right, yeah, we'll wrap it up after this. Uh, there was a Dahmer donut. <laughs> How about that? And I yeah. say, like full I disclaimer, say, we love Holy Toledo. Sure. That's the only reason why we're talking yeah. about it. What does this item look like? One of his victims, bloody kid out of town. Yeah, and then uh, there was a rightly disgust. Yeah, sure. And they they changed it into like man meat or something. But it was it oh, was that's pretty, much better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at least that's generic. Yeah. yeah. 
they does that for real? They change it to man meat? Something like that. Yeah. I forget. It was man something. Yeah. But Will it you was... Google what time they close. I'm gonna head over there after this if it's. They're probably sold out for the day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I don't know how this thing. And Alex brought up a great point. Like, good thing this thing happened like Thursday into Friday, <clears> and not on a slow news. Monday or Tuesday. Absolutely. Yeah. And in Toledo, Ohio, as opposed to Milwaukee. Oh my or, God. Right. My good God. Lord. It, it just. I, I just don't I just don't understand. I'm like, why why? Why couldn't you do a Pennywise donut? Sure. Or like an Adams family series of donuts right. or something or a like ghost. that. Boo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get it. I, I I don't know. I just feel like we are too obsessed over our ser- like American born serial killers anyway. Yeah. It's just I can't decide if I think that we we take ourselves too seriously or we don't take things seriously. Well, enough, so there was right? disgust over the donut and then disgust over the people that were disgusted. Right? No, totally. Yeah. I, well, we like to judge. Yeah, I mean that's a, we're big on that. These but, people but, are way too sensitive about all these people being viciously murdered. There's right. some things where it's like, I mean, am I going to be outraged over the Dahmer donut? No, but in my opinion, am I going to be like, now that was dumb? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> that's, that's how. That was exactly. Now that wasn't smart. Yes. It was in my feed, and I saw it, and I just kept scrolling. And as I scrolled, I said exactly that. Well, that's dumb. And I just kept going. Right. Yeah. Huh. What would you name your donut? Well, now it was going to be Dahmer Donuts, but now I don't know. Not anymore. Yeah, and Man Meat was my number two. <laughs> so, boof. I'm I'm meeting another calendar year to to figure this out. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for visiting. Yeah, absolutely. Issue seven, yes, on whenever you do your voting. Not a new tax. Thanks, guys. Get it done.